And welcome to the Making School Shine podcast brought to you by Bullpen Marketing. I'm Susie Senna. I'm Colin Hageny. And today we have a special guest with us, Dawn Martinez from St. Anne Catholic School. Dawn's the assistant principal at St. Anne. Welcome, Dawn. Thank you. And today we're going to be talking about getting social with social media, how to use Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more to your advantage. For all references and resources, make sure to check out our website at academicbranding.com slash podcast. We'll have all your links there. So, Don, the reason we have you here is because we want a school's perspective. When we worked with you a few years ago back, I know that's when you first launched the school's website and together with your Facebook account. We want to hear why did you feel like you needed to go into Facebook? Well, Susie, Facebook seemed like such a great way to go to reach a totally different audience than the ones we could meet on an everyday basis. And it really seemed like an opportunity to get our school out there to people we may not ever be able to reach any other way. Like whom? I think one of the best groups we've been able to reach through Facebook is meeting the friends of our current parents. So as something gets posted on our Facebook page about a student and their parents like it, then they send that out to their friends and we're able to reach an audience all over the world who now knows a little bit more about St. Anne Catholic School. That's awesome. So I guess starting off with, why should your school use Facebook? Well, to begin with, as Don touched upon, everyone is using it. Mostly everyone that has internet access or a smartphone probably has their own personal Facebook account. It started off as a college social media network and it has spawned into the incredible giant it is now. Looking back, Facebook is only 11 years old. It is just incredible what they've achieved and what people are able to achieve on Facebook as far as communicating their message, spreading their word, connecting with different people, as Don mentioned. So Don, I'd like to ask you to share some of the things that you share with your various audiences on Facebook. Well, Colin, one of the first things we started with when we did a Facebook page is we have an art gallery. And we have a great art gallery at our school that is really located in the lobby of the school. And so once a week, we post one of the pictures that is up there. And it's a great shout out for the students to see their work on a social media site, but it's also a great way for parents to kind of brag on their kids. And I think it has really launched the great kudos that we get for the art program that we have at St. Anne's. The other big Facebook posts that we do, we try to do a regular post about fun activities that are going on at school. You know, if it's International Day or a Christmas program or something like that, we want to make sure that our families kind of know what's going on or get to see a little snippet of what happened that day. I think there are many parents who wish that they were at their children's schools for the great events and can't be, and Facebook is a way for them to see just kind of a little glimpse of what happened that day. I know in the beginning we were a little hesitant about going into social media, and I'm not even sure you had a Facebook account at the time, and so it was was really kind of forging into new areas. You're right. It was definitely a a scary launch into Facebook. And for me personally, you're right. I didn't even have my own account. That was the first hurdle was I had to get myself an account in order to get the school an account. There were certainly some concerns about privacy and how to keep the children safe. And I think we've really worked at that by either not identifying children in pictures or if ever there is a picture that identifies them at some point, it's only on a first name basis. 
and I have to say we have not had any complaints of people feeling like we violated their privacy somehow. So that has really been a great thing. It really allows our families too, I think, to see things that they've missed or maybe don't know very much about. One of the greatest reactions I think we've seen steps for students at our school has not really been a very well attended program, but it seems like every year after steps for students, they see the pictures, they see the posts from there and more and more people want to be a part of it. They see what a great day that is and they decide they want their families to be a part of the Steps for Students campaign. So I think that's been a really great positive on it. We have been working to get our likes up and, and you're right, we did a campaign early on when we started. Our goal was to get to 200 likes. I'm glad to say we're past that. Right now my kind of private goal is to get us up to 500 likes um, and we're at 412 as of this morning. So it would be great for us to get more, but I think it's been really neat to see sometimes people post in Chinese or Arabic and I can see that this is how families have become more involved, begin to see grandparents posting on the page and it's really neat to see the comments of people cheering on other students especially at events that maybe families don't know about for instance if we're at an event that's only for junior high kids our younger school parents don't tend to know about those events that's not something we've really talked with much about them but they see the picture and then they want to know more about how their child will be able to have that opportunity as they get older. That's just incredible, knowing that you've had that international <laughs> yeah. touch. It, it was just amazing. You know, um, Susie and I are in front of schools all the time, and we always bring up your Facebook as a shiny example of what schools should be doing on Facebook. You're at four, over 400 now. We want to get to 500 by December. Yeah. How are you spreading the word? What are some of the ways that you get parents or grandparents, alumni to like your Facebook? Well, we have 515 students at St. Anne's, which equates to about 320 families, I would say. So that has been a really neat thing. Now, our Facebook page has been up for about three years, so we certainly have some who have graduated and moved on, and we have some new families come in. We now put our Facebook logo, you know, it's on our website. You can get there directly from the website. That has been a great thing. We try to put it out at different things. One of the newest things that has been going on is we've had a real resurgence of alumni. And that has been just an incredible outpouring of support from the alumni. Now, St. Anne is going to be celebrating their 85th birthday this year, um, which is a great thing. And in the past two months, we've had both a 40th and a 50th reunion. And the Facebook page has just been really instrumental in connecting those alumni and getting them out there to, to connect back to the school. I mean, certainly you don't normally see a great affinity for your elementary school. Uh, most alumni groups are more associated with their high school or their college. But I think through our Facebook page, it has really helped alumni to reconnect and to be a part of it. So that's been one of the things that we have done. Otherwise, I would say most of our likes really do just come from word of mouth of uh, people sending things out, us trying to post on a regular basis in the hopes that if this post doesn't really speak to you, we're not always looking for a post to go viral or anything, but if it's a post that speaks to you, you'll send it out to your friends and that will get more people to like the St. Anne page. 
So another question I had was, do you include videos on your Facebook? Every once in a while when I'm feeling pretty brave, (laughs) we get one on there. But for the most part, not too often. One of my favorite posts of yours, of St. Anne's I should say, is the one with the teachers right before testing period that was just creative and it showed your personality and it was just fun. It sure was. A a group of our teachers decided that they wanted to make a music video (laughs) to get the students excited and kind of laid back at the same time about testing and so they made this fun video and we posted it on Facebook and I really think that our families just loved seeing this other side to the teachers. Dawn, let's talk about another social media platform, Instagram. Instagram is new for St. Anne Catholic School. We started talking about it a couple months ago and started thinking maybe we should give it a shot, especially because most of our Facebook posts are pictures. And I think that's really kind of the point behind Instagram. And so we thought about trying this. Interestingly enough, I kind of talked about it softly with our parents And we got a couple likes and I didn't think much of it. I've posted a couple things and once the students got a hold of it, now our Instagram followers has been growing increasingly steady. I'm always amazed when I pull up the Instagram account to see how many students are requesting to follow us. And I think at first that was a concern for us. I want to make sure that that's an okay thing. We have a couple rules that I just live by. I don't ever follow the students, but I do allow them to follow the school. That's been really important to us that we don't ever want it to look like we're seeing other stuff that is not a part of ours. We have been a little bit hesitant about the fact that there are probably several students who have Instagram accounts that are not of the age of which you're supposed to have Instagram accounts. As I see their parents, I lightly say something to them just to make sure that they're aware this is what's going on. And that's the same as Facebook as well. (laughs) Absolutely. But I will say that it does happen. Facebook, not nearly as much, just because I think Facebook tends to be a little bit of an older crowd. But certainly with Instagram, it has mostly been our students who are wanting to follow us. And that's a great point you bring up because Facebook demographics have been getting away from the college age to the the older generations. Um, You have anyone from 25 to 95 Mm -hmm. on Facebook. Instagram, for the most part, I believe, is still fairly a younger demographic, so it's a great way to connect with students one-on-one. So so tell me, what's the difference between Facebook and Instagram in terms of what you do with St. Anne's? Or do you share some of the same content? Every once in a while, I share some of the same content. For the most part, I feel like when I post something on Facebook, it kind of needs a little bit of a maybe two-sentence explanation. With Instagram, I'm hoping that the picture says it all. One of the fun things we have been doing is we chose about five teachers who were comfortable with Instagram, gave them access to our account and said, please take pictures of fun things going on in your classrooms. And that's excited those parents who use the Instagram page. They love to see things like that. I can't be everywhere to take the photos, but we have some teachers who are very comfortable doing that and getting on and saying, oh, you have to see the cutest thing my pre-K students did today. So that has been a really, a really neat way to go with Instagram. Same thing for teachers who sponsor different things, whether they're the basketball coach or they sponsor the quiz bowl, that when they're out with the kids and the kids win a trophy, it's great to be able to take that picture immediately and post it on Instagram. 
And I think that's what the benefit of a Facebook and an Instagram versus expecting people to go to your website and see that information pushes information out to everybody's smartphone, the parents, some of the grandparents, teachers, students. I think one of the important things for people to realize when you're in charge of an Instagram or a Facebook account is that you're also in charge of what you're following and it speaks to your character as well. And so we always want to make sure that we are showing the school in a very positive light and that the values of the school are the values that you can see on our account. So that privacy issue just keeps it a little bit safer for everybody, I think. So what's next in the future of St. Anne social media? Are you guys going to dabble in Twitter? Well, we might. We have a couple exciting things that are getting ready to happen. As I said earlier, we're having our 85th birthday this year. We've been throwing around the idea of doing some throwback Thursdays on Facebook so that we can post some great shots of St. Anne's over the last 85 years. We've talked about doing a guest Instagram poster. I don't know if that's the right word for the day, <laughs> but maybe allowing a student to have their smartphone out for the day. They'll have access to our account for just that day. And for them to post, I would love for prospective students to be able to see the school through another students' eyes. That is on the horizon for us. I hope that if we get to Twitter that I'd really like to see it be used to give some kind of play-by-plays of some of our athletic events. I've seen a lot of success with Twitter that way. I don't really, I'm not real familiar with how many great ways there are to use Twitter for a school, but I think it's something we have to keep looking at. The truth is the parents of St. Anne students are getting younger, and this is what they use to follow their children's academic career. And for many of these families, they're going to be with us for 12 years. And we really want them to have a relationship with us, to have a way to feel like they're part of their child's education. Those are great points, and I think specifically getting your students involved with that social media is just an excellent way of integrating that into the classroom as well. Things that I've seen from other schools is teachers in classrooms have their own private accounts where they communicate that way, and sometimes via Twitter, the teacher can blast out assignments or communicate with the specific classroom. It's ever evolving in the classroom and within schools, and you just have to test the water and find out how far you can go with it. Uh, YouTube has become highly popular with schools that are producing several videos. I know a lot of schools like to do spoof ads or things like the St. Anne pre-exam video. And don't forget that blogs are also a social media resource. If your principal or your teachers want to create their own blogs that students can follow, that is also a social media outlet. So one of the great things about Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are that they start a great conversation with your target markets. My favorite part about these social media outlets is that they're free. And it allows a school to communicate immediately with their audience as a website probably couldn't accomplish. Yeah, but don't forget about your website. Absolutely. I feel like the website is my way of giving you information, but Facebook and Instagram are ways for us to have a dialogue. We can have a kind of ongoing conversation. I see the likes and I know if a post appeals to you or not, and you see what's happening in our campus. And it gives me kind of food to decide what I need to post next, what kinds of things people are interested in looking at. But the website, I feel, at least on our campus, is more about me distributing information to you. 
That's a great point. You shouldn't be using your website the same way that you're using your social media outlets. So as we wrap this up, just a note to everyone listening. We talked about a lot of different social media. You don't need to be on everything at once. Start slow and get your own comfort zone because one of the most interesting things I've seen is people come to expect you to post. And that has been an important thing to me of realizing that people want posts to be regular. That doesn't mean I have to post every day. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't encourage you to post every day. But to get to a point where you start to see what's happening at your school through the lens of social media and feeling like, oh, our families would love to see that. Or a grandparent would be so excited to know that this is happening on the off chance that they get to see a glimpse of their grandchild or their grandchild's artwork. So I would definitely take it slow, but keep it regular as well. Keep it consistent that people know they can count on your post to come out. So you're saying form some sort of commitment with social media. If you're going to do it, do it right. Yes. Don Martinez, the assistant principal of St. Anne Catholic School in Houston, Texas, joining us today. Well, that's been another episode of the Making School Shine Academic Branding Podcast. If you have any questions about anything you've heard here today or would like to suggest future podcast topics, please email us at podcast at academicbranding.com. And don't forget, check out our website for great advice and samples of our work at academicbranding.com. This has been Susie Sana, Colin Hagedy, and our guest, Dawn Martinez. Keep your school shining.